I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You were talking about the doctor's office. <laughs> you do well. Yeah, well, all of those questions. Yeah. When, if everybody, I think, I mean, I'm serious. Anytime anybody, I don't care, gets one of those questions on any type of form, I don't give a shit where it is. I don't care if it's for Social Security. I don't care if it's a doctor's office. I don't care if it's, right. you got to go to the funeral home to bury a loved one. I don't give a shit. I, I scratch that shit out and put, I'm American. And if we all started thinking as Americans, mm-hmm. then, man, that nothing would get under the skin of the the powers to be our ruling class more than us uniting as Americans, not whites, not blacks, not Hispanics. Not, I mean, as Americans. And once people start doing that and they realize we're all Americans. Mm-hmm. We all want the same basic stuff. We might not all agree on how to get there, but that's part of being an American. We can disagree. We can have our own fucking beliefs. Right. We, we can, but that don't mean you have one idea, and I feel strongly against that idea. That doesn't automatically that is- disqualify one of us as being Americans. We're still well, Americans. That doesn't even disqualify your idea. But no, you know the that, it that's a, that goes right back to boot camp, doesn't it? I mean, I know y'all were told this because I think everybody was told this going to boot camp, and I know we were because it was like the second or third day. I guess there was a bit of an argument between two guys, and boy, did that not sit well with the chief. And he got ballistic. He got real hot. And the end of his rant, he said, I don't care where you're from. I don't care what you look like. He said, you may, you may be white. You may be black. You, some of you are from Puerto Rico. Some of you are from Mexico. He said, some of you are from Vietnam. He said, but in here, you all wear blue. And I was like, oh, there you go. I like that. We oh, all wear yeah. blue. Now, there is no difference, you know, and that's really the way we ought to look at it anyway. But unfortunately, well, we don't. Well, you got to get the people out of these these boxes and, and these boxes were created for the, the development of classes. You got the oppressed, the oppressor. Right. I mean, everybody, it's so awesome to be a victim. I don't know. To me, to me, I would beg to differ with that. I don't, I'm not a victim. I never have been a victim and I haven't had the best of lives. I mean, I had a, not, that's not what I meant. I mean, I've had a great life, but I'm saying. Well, it started out pretty rocky. Our childhood was a bitch. <laughs> That's an understatement. Ain't nothing come to me easy. Right. Everything I've had, I've had to work for. I've lost everything I've had two or three times, and I've built it back mm-hmm. up because I'm not a victim. Right. Shit happens. 
life sucks. sucks sometimes. Yeah. I ain't nobody. I mean, that is the least prejudiced thing in the world is life. Bad shit happens to everybody. <laughs> life does not discriminate. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just something that people have to understand. All white people ain't rich. All white people don't get released out of jail because of a same charge and the judge said you're white, you got a free pat. That ain't how it works. I didn't I didn't have that judge. <laughs> yeah, man, I did I did 14 months over a class C misdemeanor possession over an unsmokable amount of weed that was probably older than me that turned to dust when we opened the top. I mean, it's like I did 14 months. I'm sorry. That's not funny. You did some awesome artwork during that 14 months. <laughs> hey, that's how I got commissary. Cause I didn't have nobody putting money on my books. Oh, yeah. There you go. See, that's, that's how I got my commissary. Yeah. You know, but I also didn't have a good lawyer. I would have never done 14 months. Um, but. You know, you I wouldn't mean, have done any time over that other deal with that girl either. Had I mean, had you had a judge that was worth the crap? I mean, your arresting officers actually defended you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I get so tired of people talking about the criminal justice system, system favors one race over another, and that's not true. That's the furthest thing from the truth. The criminal justice system is a money making machine. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You white, black, Asian, Latino. If you've got money for a top-notch attorney, your ass is free. That's it. If you're poor and you have to rely on a damn public defender that only has to log so many hours a month in the dang defender's office, the state attorney general's office, Mm -hmm. then you know what? You're going to do time, period. Without a doubt. And even if you should only have a slap on the wrist, you're going to do time. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to hear, oh, you're white. and Criminal justice system treats you kinder than they treat me because I'm black. Kiss my ass. (laughs) I mean, that's all I know to say. Because I ain't never gone in front of a judge where I got the easy end of the deal. Yeah. And last time I checked, well, with the exception of the summer months, I'm pretty freaking white. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Irish in you? <laughs> and I have not ever been pulled over by a police officer where I haven't been nervous. Okay. I don't remember anybody ever giving me that so-called speech. Man, everybody should already know. That guy's a cop. He's an asshole. He wears a gun and a badge. <laughs> he can treat you however the fuck he wants to treat you and think he can get away with it. Or well, you know what? Think they he can treat you any kind of way. Yeah, like an Austin. <laughs> but <laughs> they make me nervous. They make me nervous. Just like they make a black person nervous. Well, you know So what? I get sick. I get sick of that damn notion that oh white people get pulled over, they do whatever they want. No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> You go sing that tune to somebody else. You yeah. know too many rich white liberals. If that's the case. <laughs> and I don't know none of them either. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh me! You know, I, I mentioned on one of my on my podcast last year that um, 
I don't like cops. <laughs> and then I thought about what I said or where I was saying. I said, but now that does not mean, <laughs> that does not mean we still don't need law and order. <laughs> it just means I don't like cops. And yeah, I don't like cops for one good reason. I've only had run-ins with maybe one or two that I would call human. And, you know, the, Maybe I just got the luck of the draw, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm not saying I haven't had encounters with some pretty decent cops, and I know there's some good ones out there. I mean, we race bicycles with one of them, and uh, there are some good cops out there. But as for me, I don't like cops. And yeah, but that's I mean, the I still respect why. the job. Yeah, I, but I gotta, I respect the job that they have. I know the absence of police officers, right? Nobody wants to live in that world. We can look at quite a few cities right now, and you know that's an testament just living today. Oh, you can I look mean, at some states now what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Look at Minneapolis. Look at Boston. Look at Philadelphia. Yeah. Look at New York. I mean, Los I Angeles. Yeah, I would. I would never. San Francisco. I would never visit those places because no. of the way crime is, and it's because they have depleted the morale for the police. They forced too many good cops into retirement. They got a bunch <laughs> of yes men that are walking around trying to enforce laws that are, they're not even laws, they're dictates. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, you talk about police state minus the police. Right. It's like, no, no. Yeah, well, I don't like cops, but I, I can appreciate and I will try to respect them. I, I, do, I, mean, I, I do have a, well, I've got respect for the office of the police the station some of the people who fill that office are what makes it bad and you can find that anywhere you know i mean i've i've worked in some jobs where the supervisors were just oh my god i mean you just every day you come to work you just want to punch him like you'd rather have a you know as quick as you'd have a cup of coffee you know and then i've had some other bosses that like you've got you know you got an awesome boss. I've had bosses like that. And they're few and far between. I think some people just got to be cut from that cloth, I suppose, because I have learned as a boss myself, some things about being a boss, you just can't learn. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, you know, some people have the talent for it, some don't. And then some have, you know, the intestinal fortitude to do what's right instead of falling into what's wrong as and you know how easy it is for a police officer to just you know one day find himself in all kinds of mess and found up you know find himself in court on racketeering charges or something it'd be real easy to do look what they do for a living look you know the people their, their uh, customers are criminals you know what i mean so <clears throat> the heck is this guy doing Hey, you don't want to pull in front of me. I ain't got no brakes, Chief. <laughs> he's probably looking for our podcast. <laughs> no, he's uh, cruising the left-hand shoulder on his sport bike. And he just, I mean, I can't say nothing. If I was on my motorcycle, I'd probably just... be doing the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean welcome to Baton Rouge, man. I'm 10 miles from I-10, and I, I ain't even made Denham Springs yet, actually. Some I see Denham Springs sign, and it's a parking lot out here on 12. 
some of the best college football fans in the world. <laughs> Says nobody. <laughs> well, hey, I'm not trying to insult you LSU fans. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like LSU, man. We're not conforming to the Tiger way. <laughs> no. I can't believe they make me drive by this son of a bitch sometime. I see that purple and gold shit pile sitting over there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, everybody that likes sports talks shit about the team. So yeah, everybody does. You can tell me to kiss your ass or I suck. <laughs> I can go to hell. You can tell me whatever you want to tell me if you're an LSU fan. I'm fine with that. You know why? Because you're an American and you're entitled to your opinion. That's right. <laughs> hey, and we uh, serve for you to have that right. <laughs> yeah, you can like a shitty team if you want to. Uh, and you know, my best friend from Clinton and best man at my second marriage, me and him have opposing ideas about college football. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when he came to my second wedding, I said, you're going to have to do one thing for me. He said, what? I said, take that old Miss crap off your truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, golly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, you know, he is diehard old Miss. And, look, he can he can love old Miss. I mean, at least he's loyal, you know. <laughs> he's, he's diehard loyal. But <laughs> that's one thing I've always loved about being a Southern fan. I'm not part of Pac-12, Big Ten, none of that. SEC. And we can still kick some of their butts anytime we want to. (laughs) Well, they need to do a little bit of improvement. Yeah, they got to work on it. Playing with the big boys. Well, you know, they have their day in the sun every now and again. But it sure is hard to be an eagle when you're surrounded by a bunch of turkeys. Yeah. Well, the thing that gets me about Ole Miss is they don't know what they are, man. Are y'all a rebel, a, a rebel black bear, or a bear. land shark? Now, maybe should maybe should they have been called the black sheep, not black I bear. don't know, man. I don't know. I don't either. Because, well, they got three three things they try to go by. I ain't even seen a mascot anymore. I don't know. I, think I don't, I don't think they have one. Yeah, I mean. Well, you know, well it's, like, it's like Auburn, War Eagle or Tiger. Which one are you? You're going to be one. I guess they could be Native American. They could be shapeshifters. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if they shapeshifters, they can be both. Uh, yeah, I think somebody's been smoking too much of the peace pipe. <laughs> it's possible, man. It is possible. We are talking about Auburn there for a time. <laughs> Auburn. Yeah, right. But, um, <laughs> golly. Now, where did this conversation start? <laughs> Ain't no telling. Probably because me and my traffic in Baton Rouge. I mean, oh, yeah. down here in the red baton talking about stupid-ass LSU. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to have some mad listeners now. <laughs> but they could be mad. We serve for that right. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Like I said, they'd be mad at me all they want. Hey, I encourage it, man. I encourage Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, especially if it draws out some good conversation. Or even yeah, some I mean, conversation. Hey, <laughs> doesn't matter. Hey, no matter how much I can't stand LSU, I am so grateful they exist. Because if they weren't here, I wouldn't have near the people to talk shit about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Constitution Command. <laughs> wow. 
It's too early in the morning. I hadn't had my coffee yet. Yeah, it's pretty much open dialogue. We go anywhere with this shit. You never know. We might not end. We might just abruptly end. Who knows? Oh, I do want to say, though, but <coughs> yeah. pray for those people down there in South Florida. Dude, oh, you the just flooding? sit there all fucking day if you want. Well, that, that damn hurricane the... hit them pretty yeah. bad, man. Yeah, I was it tore up. South Florida's getting hit pretty bad. Yeah, they were showing pictures of water in the streets and sharks in the water. Yeah, yeah. That's that's and, scary. Uh, of course, but so is living in Florida to me. But <laughs> I mean, I know it's a free state, but I, I don't know. I've never really been a big Florida fan. Too many retired New Yorkers down there. Well, and I'll, they just don't like young people, man. They really don't. No, they really and, don't. And and actually, I'm fine with Florida as long as I'm Orlando and North, and then back west. Yeah. I'm, I don't like getting down in the s- southern part of Florida. Well, you know, when I lived in Clearwater, I was working in, well, I was working in St. Pete before they relocated back into Tampa. But, you know, right where the FedEx um, shipping place was where I was working is probably about two miles away from the yacht yeah. club down there. And, yeah, there's, there, well, I, I wouldn't call them old now, but, <laughs> you know, back then. They seemed old to me, but they were they were actually a pretty cool group of people. It wasn't uh it wasn't like the uppity snooty types, you know. They were um really just some good old people. You know, the biggest thing I liked about Florida anyway was the beaches. Well, that's really all there is. There's a little landmass between the sandboxes. Yeah, some this little narrow strip. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it, around Clearwater, St. Pete, Tampa, it was all right. I mean, you had you had your crazy wild tights just like everybody else does, but actually it was kind of calm down there considering they had, what, five major league teams. <laughs> it's like, and, but it, I mean, it wasn't too bad, really. And the apartment that I lived in when, uh, when we got there, they said, you know, this is a ghetto, right? And I said, Man, this, this looks like Park Avenue compared to the ghettos I've seen. <laughs> it's like, this is nothing. But, yeah, I actually liked Florida. I know Donald Trump's not liking Florida right now because Nancy Pelosi bought her a house down there. <laughs> she don't want to reinvest in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She's done with that. <laughs> And you know her husband got arrested in uh, L.A. No, it was a uh, weeks ago. No, it was San Francisco, and it was probably a month or two ago. Yeah, DUI yeah. totaled his Porsche. Man, he was gone. Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, they revoked his like uh, sheriff's or police department donation card. <laughs> yep, yeah. everything. And the cop told me, he said, yes, sir, I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was that? Talk about uh, it doesn't discriminate, does it? No. <laughs> well, I tell yep. you. So they, she went off and bought a house in Florida, eh? That's the way I understand it, yeah. And there's a, there's a bunch of other big wigs out of New York trying to move down. I mean, look, Florida's population has boomed. Yeah, well, and they believe in freedom. Right. <laughs> you see, um, somebody had asked Biden several weeks ago about something that DeSantis had said, 
And Biden started talking. He said, and who are we talking about again? I don't remember him. So they went back to DeSantis and told him about Biden's response. And he said, well, you know what? I think Biden doesn't remember the open borders. <laughs> well, he just went to town on. I, I think they ought to just give give Biden and DeSantis some gloves and let them go at it. Well, I don't know. I don't agree with hitting feeble old men. And I don't but know. But if it's not Biden, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> hey, look, still I've been feeble. <laughs> I've, I've been saying ever since he stole the office that uh, whoever thought that was a good idea and everybody that backed it needs to all be incarcerated for abuse of the elderly. Well, now I think we're going to run into a situation where they're going to do a 25th Amendment here for long. Uh, his, uh, no, his party waiting to. Now, his party stepped away from him and has had to walk back so many, almost every statement that he makes. And I've got a feeling that they're going to enact the 25th Amendment sooner well, than they, later. Yeah, they're well, they've been talking about it, but the thing is, if they do that, that leaves Kamala. Nobody wants that. I, I don't think that Kamala is going to get the office. Uh, where has she been lately anyway? I mean, she has she just vanished or what? Nice if she was down in Gitmo, but... What's she doing in Gitmo? I said it would be nice if she was in Gitmo. Oh, I thought she was down there playing caretaker or something. No, never know. She, she might be down there giving out some of that. <laughs> <laughs> She might try to work her way up in the, on the ladder of the prison board or something. <laughs> Trying to get a firm grip of a new career. <laughs> well, we know she ain't a politician. She's going to erect a new future. Huh? <laughs> Probably. Uh, truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to sentence her? Sentence her to the border. And I tell you, that woman right there, I, I just, I don't know. Once again, it's that affirmative action shit. She checked off two of the boxes. Yeah, she sure a did. Woman of color. And she's, and a, well, and a no, woman. She, she's not even black. Oh, no, she's Indian. She's uh -uh, Aryan. Well, yes. Well, if you she's Aryan. Well, if you go back, yeah, she you, is from the West Indies. But if but, you go into India, they live on a caste system. You know, right? Her family had many slaves, mm -hmm. and the the lighter skinned you are, the higher up on the food chain you are. There, the darker skinned you are, you're basically a plebe. You're nope. a, pretty much, and. India still operates <laughs> under a caste system. That's why I mm -hmm. find it to be just rich when she turns around and starts talking about racism. It's like, really? Pot calling kettle black much? Well, she's not even the pot. <laughs> well, I know it, but I'm just saying when it comes to the topic of racism and oppression, oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you mean your family built its wealth off of those <laughs> ideas? Uh, yeah, and then the flip side of that coin is General Milley. Oh my I would goodness. like to understand white rage. I'm white. 
and I don't understand it. I was sitting there going, well, why don't you just come over for a cup of coffee and I'll help you understand? Yeah. Hey, I'll give you about a three. I'll tell you what, we'll make it fair. Well, I'll give you about a five minute tutorial with one of my hands tied by my back. That's a crash course. <laughs> yeah, you come on over here and I'll introduce you to some white rage shit if you come talk that shit to me. Cause and he's a general. He ain't a general. He earned his stars for one reason. He had his head like stuck so far up people's asses. Well, I don't know if he necessarily oh. was on his back, but he might have been. <laughs> but that's the only been one. On her back. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> he's a freaking commie. I mean, yep. the guy, he's sitting there with all these stars and he's turned around and accepted the idea of purging our damn military of people that want to s support the country because of their ideologies. Right. I because mean, the patriotism and their, and if they have anything that resembles a Christian belief. Yeah. I mean, the guy is a freaking commie bastard. I think mm -hmm. he ought to be tried for treason to be for be perfectly honest i can think of about five or six hundred more people in washington that need the same thing oh yeah i mean everybody in what you i mean they want to they want a fence around the white house let's give them one yeah why stop it at the white house and I mean, i'm not why a stop it to keep anybody out iron gate? yeah i'm not i'm not a fence to keep anybody out that's what i'm talking we about. we need it to keep Just all them the fuckers house. in <laughs> yeah yep protect society but <laughs> you know that's another thing i've noticed over the last year and a half and it drives me crazy i guess because i just don't understand it but it's amazing how many people i see that just complain about what's going on right yeah and i'm thinking to myself <clears throat> self i hope we're not doing this <laughs> because that looks stupid because a lot of what they're complaining about, let's you know, take, for instance, the um, critical race theory. Now, that's not popular with anybody. And I think the common ground is it's causing too many fights and people dying over it, right? Well, here's what people don't get. And I'm, I have been amazed by this ever since Hitler was in charge of Germany, standing out there in front of millions of people, screaming his mustache off, telling the biggest lies in the world. But he, I mean, he's following the Committee 300's playbook, right? He says, Hitler said this himself, if you tell a big enough lie enough times, they'll believe it. Now, he had, he had to tell this lie a lot for a whole country to believe that the perfect race would be blonde-haired, blue-eyed men. Were they not looking at the guy who was saying that's what he wanted? He didn't have blonde hair. He didn't even have blue eyes. He killed six million Jews. His mother was Jewish. Do people not see this? He we send Jewish. people in. <clears throat> not just his mother. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's part Jewish. But then you send older white guys into schools in America. And the first thing they say is, if you are a white male Christian, stand up. And when they do, this older white guy says, you are the problem. I'm sorry, is, is there something missing here? 
Uh, Do people not see this? It's a white guy. It's a white guy saying that the white guys. Are, I'm sorry, I'm missing something somewhere. Yeah, I, okay. I, I saw this thing the other day on. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. It might have been on Tucker. They were talking about these women that paid oh, like Tucker cracks me up. about ten thousand dollars a plate or something for these white women to go to this damn dinner to shame themselves. But the lady that was hosting it, there was a black lady there, one black lady. Mm-hmm. The lady that hosted it was a white woman, and everybody else was white. And the white woman asked, how many of y'all are racist? And they started raising their hand. I'm like, you people are stupid. Y'all don't even know what a real racist is. You know what I mean? I mean I'm, I'm sitting there thinking it to myself. I'm like, what are the qualifiers? I'm white. I'm, I'm a, I'm a white. But, and then the black lady there, she was, she started, I mean, the only thing I heard her say was straight out of anger. I don't want anything from y'all. Y'all ain't never gave me nothing. And I'm like, welcome to the real fucking world. I mean, <laughs> you oppressed poor babies. We are all oppressed. Ain't nobody gave us shit either. <laughs> I don't recall you giving me nothing. I mean, I think that was some funny shit. You're going to pay $10,000 for a plate to go in. What? Virtue signal? Oh, yes, I'm racist. Oh, do you like me now? No, because you're racist. Well, then, I mean, what? what is the... I'm trying to see what the end goal is. I mean, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> if you, okay. I had a, I, when I was doing iron work, Kenneth asked me, my boss said, are you prejudiced? And I told him, you damn right. He said, what well, are you prejudiced against? I said, anybody who thinks differently than I do. <laughs> and that's about right. I mean... But there's a difference. People need to understand there's a difference between prejudice and racism. You know? Right. That's right. I, but, I mean, really, you're going to pay $10,000 a plate to go virtue signal to somebody? Oh, racist. I mean, <laughs> lay the fucking qualifier out for me for racism. Because to me. Were you looking I, for the clique to hang out with? <laughs> well, no. For me, <laughs> if, if you're a racist, number one, you're not walking around in the shadows. You're pretty proud of your racism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're a racist, a true, these people that are running around saying they're racist have never met a racist. You know what I mean? They don't Not know really. a real racist. And it just kills me, man. I, 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 just, can't, I, I just can't believe it, man. Oh, yeah, I'm racist. Well, we, you know, the guy that's staying with me, he's a... Um... He showed me a video, an old video, and I'd seen it before when I was a kid. <laughs> but uh, it, was a, it was an old Saturday Night Live skit with Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor. Now, Chevy Chase is a supervisor over a maintenance department or something. That's the part he's supposed to be playing, and Richard Pryor is playing a part of a guy who's trying to get a job. So they sit down at the desk, and Chevy Chase says, um, Okay, um, so in your interview, we're going to do some word association. <laughs> he starts throwing a spear chunker. He said, Richard Pryor started looking at his lips, start curling. You see his eyes start to squint. And he goes through all these things. And finally, he says, Chevy takes a look at him and he says, Nigger. And Richard Pryor said, Hokey. <laughs> And he said something else, and Richard Pryor goes, dead honky. <laughs> Man, this little, this little 
pansy-ass generation today couldn't have handled some of the damn comedians oh, no. that we had back in the day. I would love to sit some of these new guys. I would love to see introduce some of these new guys to Blazing Saddles. Oh, my God. Man. <laughs> they And they would probably... They would probably be so outraged and incensed that they would miss the entire premise behind the movie. You know, Absolutely. They would miss it. Absolutely. You know, um, you remember all the old shows from back in the early 70s, even some of them from the 60s, but especially shows like uh, Archie Bunker. He's got to stay when he loves Archie Bunker. You know, Archie Bunker was as racist as they came. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we were, you know, I'd asked him the other night, uh, about two weeks ago, I said, have you ever seen Mork and Mindy? And he said, mm-mm. I said, oh, man, you'll love this show. And I turned it on. We started at the pilot episode. We must have watched six or seven episodes. I don't know if you remember, but Mindy's next-door neighbors were black, and there was a little kid that used to hang around with her a lot, right? And the first time he came over when Mark was there, he left with the kid and went and got him some shoes or something, and came back and started doing his little jig and dancing. And <laughs> oh, man, it was great. But people don't get that kind of stuff anymore. No, actually, what we get today, turn on a soap opera, you can watch all the porn you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, watch any movie, even if it's rated PG, just PG. There's going to be violence, there's going to be drug abuse, there's going to be sex, there's going to be God knows what else. Do you know how many, do you know how many people you have seen murdered on TV by the time you're 18 years old? I don't know the number, but I bet it's a lot. Oh, yeah, it's, it's over a million. And, and I was explaining this to somebody, I was explaining this to my, my girlfriend the other day. This is what was done right before Vietnam. When our soldiers were being sent to Vietnam before they went, from the time they were in boot camp until they got shipped over, they heard gooks, commie bastards, slant eyes. You know what I mean? That's what they heard. Yeah. That way, when they got over there... Yeah, they had an enemy. In their was, mind, they already it, had an enemy. Well, it wasn't just that their enemy had been dehumanized so it made yeah. it easier to kill without compunction well yeah that's and, just like conservatives and christians nowadays we're nazis right well see that's what's been going on in television ever since television started and that's why granddaddy told us when we were younger television's the murderer of the mind but it was actually more than that it was it was part we all have weapons in our house called TVs. Yeah. That's what they are. And those TVs are teaching us how to be violent, how to have no regard for someone else's life or their well-being. And that's essentially what it's come to now, right? I mean, we've seen enough TV. And the video games, I mean, it didn't start with Grand Theft Auto. How many... How many kids have you seen playing Grand Theft Auto? You're like, man, what is your parent doing? I mean, but then again, the video games became a babysitter for our generation because I guess our generation was too lazy to take care of kids. I don't know. I quite frankly enjoy being around my kids. 
Well, I did too. Back when, when I, they were young and cute. Well, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't around them as much as I wanted to be around. As a matter of fact, I was in jail more than I was around them because every time I tried to be around them, that's where I wound up was in jail. But even still, I mean, you know, I've had to remind myself this many times. My kids did not play what do you call it? Grand Theft Auto. I didn't let my kids watch horror movies. And, you know, I'm a big horror buff. I love horror movies. And <clears throat> they didn't, you know, they didn't indulge in all that when they were around me. And now they don't talk to me, but I think that's just because they're grown. They think they're too busy and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it happens. I mean, but the thing is now they are grown. They are their own individuals they grew up into what i always hoped they would be independent you know providing for themselves and their family they're doing that i just didn't get to be part of that equation i guess i don't know but but you see what i'm saying i mean even my own kids i don't agree with a lot of times and it's pretty you know famous knowledge around us that they don't agree with me much at all but they are they are thinkers, you know. Yeah. And and that's the one thing I am happy about. I'm glad they got that. You know, all of my kids have expressed an interest in in doing something in science, like any kind of investigative type stuff. But they don't want to. Well, Sarah wanted to be a cop. I don't know if she still does, but. You know, um, I didn't told you this. Samantha's back in school now. <clears throat> yeah, she's back in school and she's studying to be a paralegal right now. And uh, she's still looking at going into forensics of some sort. And I'm like, yeah, that's as cool as being a musician, if you ask me. But it's that investigative mentality, you know. Yeah. Learn. And... Everybody needs to be a scientist to some degree. And when I say that, I mean, you have a hypothesis about it. you believe something to be true. Well, test it. Yeah. Just be willing to accept the results, you know? Yeah. And that's the problem today. Too many people just spout hypotheses and talking points and virtue signals and Man, that's too much of a dictionary for me to have to learn. I'm, I learned a big one already. I'm good with what I got. <laughs> so, yeah, nobody, this is wonderful. Gotta love Baton Rouge. Well, mm -hmm. I guess I'm getting ready to have to be myself and force a hole. This <laughs> Lexus over here wants to just keep me out of the loop, man. You but, be careful. That may be one of those rich white liberals. Nope. They just, they just <laughs> earned a spot on Honk My Horn. Well, this one right here is getting ready to let me over because he don't know it yet, but I know he ain't going to want to eat 43 foot of trailer. Oh, shit. Was that on the air? Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I just saw that sign, that flag. What flag? L-F-U. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> As always, thanks for hanging out with us. For this few minutes today, and don't forget we've got a comment section below, and you 
We welcome all comments, advices, suggestions, gripes, complaints. You get the gist, right? Comment section below. Don't forget you can find us on all your favorite podcast channels, bites your friends, family, and what have you. Listen, on behalf of Patrick and myself, we're the Constitution Commandos, and we're signing off.